0: All right, so I'm not sure what this podcast is really going to turn into over time, but uh, for now it's just going to be um, an insecure, socially anxious, non-binary millennial talking about mental health hacks to help us navigate this weird-ass modern world we live in. Yay! All right. Well, for the most part, um, I hope it's going to be able to help Anyone who feels stuck and helpless um, in this really bizarre capitalism society that we live in, and uh, help us just take a few steps back from it and not let it make us feel powerless and not take it too seriously because I feel like for far too long we have all been taking this world a little too seriously, as in worrying way too much about where we stand, um, you know, amongst others and what our careers are and how much money we make, you know, that typical capitalism bullshit. So yeah. Also, I apologize if uh, I sound a little bit raspy. I decided to record my very first podcast on uh, a day that I have a cold and a sore throat. Don't worry, it is not COVID. Um, But uh, yeah, just uh, bear with me and I'll do my best. So I'll mainly be talking about things um, that I'm learning about processing my own emotions and mental health struggles. And Maybe it'll also help some other people out. I don't know. I hope it does. Um, I think it's really important for us to be as open and honest about our struggles, especially now more than ever. Um, The world is changing very quickly. And um, we have the opportunity to make this a much better world than the previous generations have, uh, have left it. That's not to blame certain people, but I mean, this is what we're left with, and it's kind of shitty. I mean, let's 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 be honest with each other right now. Um, Yeah, I think it's important to talk about a lot of a lot of things and be open about a lot of our own struggles in order to help make this world a little bit more understanding. I also do have a cat in my bedroom right now who is playing with. A piece of rock on the floor. I, I like to collect minerals and stuff, and she she thought it was a great idea to just throw it on the floor and bat it around and bang it against the wall. At this at this time, not sure if you can hear it. Oh, you probably probably are hearing it now. That's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that. All right, that's dealt with. Um, I also do want to mention that it's not our faults for um taking this world too seriously. I need to rephrase that. It's not our fault for taking capitalism and the American dream. Um, You know, those fun, fun rules so seriously. We were conditioned to take them seriously. Um, That's the only way that this whole thing works for um, those at the top. Um, um, I also think it's important for you guys to know that I am literally recording this off of my phone and uh, sitting in my bedroom, which is full of um, Nintendo Pokemon and anime posters. So just just remember not to take me too seriously either. Um, I'm not sure if that's your vibe. Um, doesn't really have to be. But anyway, just, just thought I'd throw that out there. So <clears throat> lately, I've actually noticed so many people millennials and gen z even gen x that are having a hard time navigating this shit show and it's no wonder that we are like we seem to forget that the majority of our lives are structured to just serve corporate um individuals and individuals that have a buttload of money so anything that falls behind the you know The stressors of, you know, trying to keep up with that kind of game, we need to stop taking so seriously and frankly, maybe just stop playing that game altogether. I don't know how we do that, but anyway, we'll we'll try to we'll try to digest all that as we go. But we can find other purposes on this planet and maybe try not to get so caught up in the rules by literally just not playing that anymore. Um, maybe this will make more sense when I start talking. I don't know. Maybe it'll make less sense. Anyway, you've listened for this long, so maybe you, uh, you actually do want to take a step into the weird wiring of my brain with me. Um, you poor person. So, um, just to let you know, I'm no expert and I am no psychologist or expert of any kind. These are literally just observations from a buffering millennial on tips to get through these weird times, especially as a young person who is pretty much done with this American dream BS and any other kind of BS in that sphere. You know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm sure. So so today's episode, I'm just going to talk about... um, Repeated anxious thoughts um, and taking steps back from all this seriousness of like who we're supposed to be during this time and um, what we bring to the table to uh, the capitalist world because, frankly, that's all changing right now. And that's why I think another reason why it's so confusing to be a young person right now because, you know, we are brought up being told you know who we could be which was we were literally told we could be anyone we want and then quickly found out that that that's not quite that easy um thanks barney but anyway no blame on barney in particular but man he fucking lied to me so <laughs> please don't take this seriously um things do sort of slowly seem to be changing so that's good like i do believe that um the majority of people in each new and younger generation kind of gets more and more emotionally intelligent um, as the generations go on. Um, you know, it's nice seeing the new generation, the Gen Z kids kicking all of us older generations in the butt a bit to get more in touch with our feelings because fuck do we need that. Also, I, I do swear, swear a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I will try to refrain from swearing too much, but I'm not going to completely cut it out, because I guess that's how I talk. Now, this doesn't mean that one generation is better than another. Like, we were all raised in different times with different norms, um, in different circumstances, different upbringings. Um, and as the norms slowly change, so, so do the generations over time, you know, and each generation watches the mistakes of the older generations and tries to tweak the traditions for the better sometimes. Um, Even if that change does take a long time or it's resisted by the older generations, that seems to be kind of what what happens as the younger generations, uh, you know, grow up. Anyways, repeated anxious thought cycles. So if you've also been dealing with mental health struggles in your life, like me, You've probably experienced um, <clears throat> a lot of these uh, repetitive, anxious thoughts. And these, these thoughts, they can really impact your ability to live in the moment and enjoy life. So for me, um, what seems to happen is if there's something that is really stressing me out or weighing on my mind, I'll be too scared to think it through and process it completely. Like, I'll just be too scared to, like think about the worst case scenario fully, like, it'll linger in my mind, like, I don't know, like, oh, if I don't study for that exam tomorrow, um, I could fail the exam. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I know that that probably means that I, that might contribute to me failing the whole class or whatever. I don't even know why I'm using school as a reference right now, because I haven't been in school for, like, six years. Um, but anyway... You catch my drift, probably going to say catch my drift a lot. Um, I apologize in advance, <laughs> but in the end, this just means that I'll keep thinking about it, this anxious thought over and over, um, basically until, you know, the situation happens and I either, you know, and in that example, either like pass or fail the test those anxious thoughts will just keep coming back until, um, I actually do the thing that I'm so stressed about, which that's kind of a shitty way to spend a lot of your time. Like I'd usually spend, um, fuck days before, you know, either big assignments or tests are due, or like a big job interview or before like a big project at work is due, I just spend those days just stressing out about them. Um, And those are kind of mild examples. I mean, there's many things that have really stressed me out in my life, but uh, those are just kind of easier ones to bring up and uh, probably more relatable to most people. But yeah, it essentially just means that I'll continue to, you know, halfway think about these stressful thoughts over and over again Um, because I've never usually allowed myself to fully think about these quote-unquote bad consequences that I am so scared of, you know. Um, And while I'm just, you know, cycling through the same thoughts over and over, the same anxious thoughts, I am, you know, harming a few things. I am not allowing myself to live in the moment. Uh, I already mentioned that. But also, all that time I could be spending studying or preparing for whatever this stressful event is, kind of wasting a lot of my energy and time. Um... (laughs) on what the outcome could be, instead of actually just being able to sit down and focus peacefully on preparing for it. So, you know, doesn't do me any good. So um, here's another example of one thing that has been kind of cycling in my, my head lately, uh, has been my inability to find a job that doesn't make me miserable right now. Um, I'm sure, some of you can relate to that, Especially if you spent a lot of years trying to figure out what you should do for work in the first place based on everyone else's opinion um, or what you think you should do based on what society wants or needs. And you like never really seriously thought about what you want. That's literally what um, I have realized actually in the past couple of years is that I have spent decades while wow, making myself sound really old i'm 29 but anyway i have spent decades um trying to figure out what i should be doing when i'm an adult but a lot of those things were jobs or career paths that i thought would make me look good or you know have my parents be proud of me for doing but never like Hardly did I sit down and think, like, what do I actually want to do and um, how do I want to do it? But now, I mean, sort of thanks to the pandemic. I mean, the pandemic is obviously horrible, um, but it did allow me to have some standstill time where I actually sit with myself and think about what I want, which was needed, I think. I think I needed that. I hope some of you guys got to figure some stuff out, too, during the pandemic. But since it took me so long to figure out what I wanted to do, um, and I don't have much post-secondary schooling and much um, higher, quote-unquote, career experience, I've always been in the you know manual labor fields or customer service, and that's usually what I've enjoyed, I guess. I don't enjoyed Enjoy sounds like a little too over the top. Um, I tolerated those jobs mostly. There were some jobs I really liked. Um, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, I've been having a hard time finding a job in a healthy work environment and something that, you know, I don't dread going to work for. Um, it can just be very difficult to enjoy any of those kinds of jobs, uh, especially when you have mental illness. Um, This is especially true for a lot of entry-level jobs from big corporations who try to keep their staff list as small as possible and stretch the work out as thin as they can, just in order to, you know, save money and all on the backs of the workers and ruin any chance that they have of having a healthy work environment. Because of the loaded stress of trying to get, you know, twice the amount of work done with half the amount of people. Um, Okay, there I go, diverting off the main topic again. But I think you catch my drift. Oof, said it again. Basically, I've been crazy anxious lately. um, Because I've started to quit a handful of jobs in the past few years. um, While I'm just trying to find something that, you know... I resonate with and um, I'm terrified that I won't find anything uh, outside of my my creative side gigs that I am doing but right now those you know my art I am not there yet where I'm able to make you know a decent amount of money to live with yet so I do need one of these jobs so yeah Otherwise, I wouldn't be stressing about it, but since I only started, you know, taking my own art seriously in the past two years, it's uh, it's going to take a little while, I think, to um, be able to start making money from that. Um, anyway, wow. I've been anxious lately because of um, finding a job, and, you know, I'm scared that I'll have to just accept some shitty job that makes me hella depressed or anxious again like some of my old jobs did um or that i'll just end up homeless or dead without one i know it's very dramatic but that is definitely where my head goes that's where my anxiety likes to take me it likes to take me to like just before you know fully realizing what those those scary consequences might be but then it just like pulls me back And then I think about it again, that those are the kinds of cycles, those anxious, repetitive thoughts that I'm talking about. Um, Like, instead of just fully allowing myself to think about those scary outcomes, um, those stressful thoughts just keep reappearing until I process it. That seems to be what has been going on for me. And um, everything is different for every person you know for the most part we process things differently but there could be some similarities with the way um i process things and similarities between my anxious thoughts and yours and so maybe talking about it will help um it is taking me so long to learn that as long as i have that fear of fully exploring um and processing these anxieties um You know, for example, uh, actually thinking about what would happen if I can't find a job that I like. Um, You know, whether it's, you know, let's go right to the dramatics because, I mean, that's where most of the fear is. So like what, I end up losing all my belongings and becoming homeless. And, you know, how would that feel? And what would really happen? if all that happened. And I think, you know, once I do dive into it more and, you know, fully think about it, like right now, for example, I wouldn't lose all my belongings. Um, Not like I have a lot of, you know, high-end stuff. But I mean, I really don't want to lose my video games or my cats or my art supplies. Oof. But Um, if I really couldn't find a job, then I have other ways of making money that I could probably do, and I also have a decent support group of friends and family, more so friends than family, but still, um, if, I, I don't think, you know, the support around me would, allow me to be full on homeless without anything anyway. So, you know, that's just an example of exploring the scary thought and really just looking it in the eyes and being like, Okay. All right. Let's really let's really take a look at what could happen if, you know, I don't find a job that I like. And then there's, you know, the other side of that, which would be finding a job that I hate and sticking to that. I, I you know what? I, at this point, I think I'd much rather end up homeless um, than taking a job that, you know, makes me want to just run away and never come back because some jobs have done that. But yeah, until um, I actually confront those thoughts fully and process them, um, then I'm just stuck in the same cycle of worrying about the same thing over and over. Um, I think this is because I have this fear that most things to do with financial stressors make me feel like they're life or death situations. Um, Yes, I know without money in the society, it can really fuck your life up, but uh, if I explore the full anxious thought, I may realize, like, you know what, I would probably find a way. And, you know, I, I do feel like it is intentional, um, you know, conditioning from capitalism for you to feel like money is life or death and to feel like if you can't, you know, if you can't even if I can't pay this like one cell phone bill this month, it's life or death. Cause sometimes that's where my anxiety takes me. It's like, this is life or death. You can't pay that cell phone bill this month. Like the, fee- the, the anxiety in me is like a life or death fear, which seems a little bit crazy for a cell phone bill. And it, it's, you know, it's true. Like all that happens is I would be late. And, you know, worst case scenario, I lose my cell phone and, you know, my credit score goes down a bit. But I think we've all been pretty conditioned to just fear money in general and fear, you know, not being able to pay a bill um, in order to just be good bill payers, which is really fucked up. But anyway, that might be for another another episode. Um but I find these anxious thoughts uh, that are reoccurring. It's, it's almost like if you're walking in a dark tunnel, okay, and you don't know what's at the end of the tunnel, but you, you know, you, you like sense that something bad's at the end of the tunnel, but you, you just don't know. So you're just constantly worrying about what's at the end of the dark tunnel because you haven't fully seen what it is. But then you take your flashlight, and you flash it at the end of the tunnel, and you see, you know, what's really there. Um, And usually that'll make you a little less scared right off the bat, because you'll be able to visually see, okay, uh, this is what's at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully it's not a murderous clown or anything, but I mean, usually it's not much. Usually when you're fully processing these anxious thoughts, it's like, okay, I was... I was really scared of my own shadow or like, you know, just some more uh, programming from capitalism and making me fear money and fear, you know, what my status is and what I could lose if I don't keep up the status. You know, that's usually kind of what it is um, in my life sometimes. Again, these are mild examples of uh, the anxious thoughts, but they, they do take up a lot of time and energy, at least in my life, um, worrying about little things like that. And I think it's very important to, you know, sometimes check up on yourself in your head and try to realize when we need to take a step back from those thoughts, because um, a lot of the times they just cause a lot more harm than good. Um, Again, this isn't therapy advice or anything. This is just me talking about, um, my own mental health stuff to try to, try to navigate it and try to help formulate some sort of guide to it because we are living in really weird times and, uh, not everything is black and white at all. Not like I thought it was going to be like when I was a kid. Um, so, I think that's all I'm gonna do for this first episode. I mean, 24 minutes of so this seems, uh, seems pretty, pretty good for a good amount of torture for you guys. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, maybe I'll make another one, or maybe this will just be the only podcast I ever make. Who knows? Um, thanks for checking me out. That sounded really fucking weird. Okay. Bye.